you know, the customers line up 200 meters down the road busting to get in. So, so it's, it's crazy times, but it's such a vibe and, you know, everyone's, everyone's in the Christmas spirit. The staff are picking, packing, there's, you know, four or five tons of prawns flying past their face. This is Fishtails, a seafood podcast. I'm John Sussman. Welcome to the Fishtails Seafood Podcast Global Wrap. In today's special edition, we're diving into a discussion about the ever-evolving world of seafood in 2023, with a specific lens on the Queensland seafood scene. This year has brought significant advancements and shifts in the global seafood (coughs) industry, influenced by new sustainable practices, evolving consumer tastes, and the impact of climate changes on marine life. Queensland, known as one of Australia's primary seafood regions, is at the heart of these transformations. We're thrilled to be speaking with Paul Gloffis from Miami Fish Market, based on the Gold Coast. He's our expert here. G'day, Paul. John, how you going, mate? Fantastic. So, mate, how's 2023 been? 2023, mate, um, like most years and most businesses, I suppose, um, a roller coaster. Um, you have your ups, you have your downs, you have you have a lot of things thrown here in the meantime. But I mean, um, as long as well, as long as you stay, we can stay consistent through those quieter times or busier times. Then, then we get through anything, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah, fantastic. And what have been the most notable trends that you've seen in Queensland in the seafood market in 2023? Mate, in Queensland. A couple, a couple that stand out to me. Um, a lot more people eating raw fish. The sashimi is just is booming. I mean, I, I think years ago you couldn't get couldn't get anyone eating a piece of raw fish. You know, they're they're, they're not off at the idea. But the amount of where the amount we're doing, the amount of other fish markets are starting to introduce now too. Um, sashimi is a, is a massive thing compared to you know well the Japanese. So. Also, another one, a massive one. I don't, I don't know if it's all cleans then, but a big Gold Coast one is every restaurant is doing a Morton Bay bug roll. I think that's you can find that on every restaurant menu at the moment. So there's there's signature bug rolls on every restaurant menu. So that's that's all the customers are loving that. So yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And and aside from the Morton Bay bugs, are there any other types of seafood that have really sort of shone in 2023 for you? Um, Oysters, definitely oysters. I mean, uh, a lot of people introducing. Well, I mean, you're sorry, you've, you've got your prawns. The Queensland local prawns, everyone goes mad for, as you know. But oysters, I think there's always been just your standard, your standard Pacifics, your standard rock oysters that everyone's aware of. But people are introducing different types from different regions, and you know, yeah, you, you had your your Ballons, your Angazis, yeah, your different different things that people are experimenting with. So, oysters are a, a, a big growing factor here. A lot of restaurants. Um, that have a big oyster offering now, so yeah, yeah, that's great. And mate, what do you think have been the biggest challenges that you've had to face this year? Okay, yeah, supply chain is always is always a tricky one because you know, as a moment, you you got your cyclones up north, you know, which affect your reef species, things like that. But we're we're lucky to be in a bit of a position where we've got a few relationships, a fair few relationships around Australia, and we can we can just sort of change up our species and things like that. But um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have that. You have your, your interest rate rises, things like that. Customers don't want to spend as much, so you've got to adapt to that. You've got to, you know, you still got to be consistent. You, you don't want to skimp on quality, things like that. But you've you got to keep your quality, keep your variety, and just, you just sort of got to adapt to adapt to what's happening at the time, I suppose. 
Yeah, right. And and what are the sort of innovations or interesting products that you've seen come through this year that have really excited you? Innovations and products for Queensland. Um, yeah, well, just generally across the across the seafood world that you're seeing. I think I think more so. I mean, everyone's still getting great Australian produce here, but I think chefs what they're doing with it are really starting to experiment and what they're doing with just certain types of seafood is is very innovative and um, and really getting noticed on the scene even worldwide, you know. So I, I think, yeah, experimental stuff, I think, in the, in the kitchens. So moving into the Christmas period, you know, and the, and the holiday season, how does, that, how does that play out for you on the Gold Coast? I mean, you know, do you see sort of an uplifting demand for particular species or particular things in, uh, in the world of seafood? Uh, Christmas is great fun. It's, it's as hectic as, you know, um, Queensland is mad for their prawns. So um, it's, it's uh, we actually limit our variety a little bit and just sell more of the bulk of the, the main stuff that the customers want, your oysters, your bugs, your prawns. Surprisingly, this year, we've because we do a lot of the raw plates, we're doing a heap of nigiri platters, sushi roll platters, sashimi platters and things. But we, um, at the shop, we try and stream one, take the bit of heat of the shop. We do a lot of the orders. So my wife actually runs that and she, we're lucky to have a, a drive-through system behind the shop. So, you know, it's so easy for customers. They go online, they order, they drive through, send the order number, pick it up and, and they're out in less than one minute. So takes a bit of the heat off the shop, but I mean, you've still got the retail store, which, you know, the customers line up 200 meters down the road, busting to get in. So, so it's, it's crazy times, but it's such a vibe and, you know, everyone's, everyone's in the Christmas spirit. The staff are picking, packing, there's, you know, four or five tons of prawns flying past their face. There's music, 70s and 80s classic music pumping. There's, it's just, it's just a, it's a great time of year and, and it's good to see, you know, we look after a lot of our locals and regulars we see all the time, but, it's also really good to see, you know, your families that aren't fortunate enough to eat seafood monthly or or monthly or whatever it is. So it's good to see when they come in, we can put a smile on their face. You know, they always give us great feedback that we we could help to their special day. So it's it's really it's 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 a nice thing to do, I suppose. Yeah, that's fantastic. And mate, what's uh, what's on your dinner table this uh, holiday season? This whole this holiday season, mate. Um, as you well as you know, man, we'll be working right through. But on Christmas Day, we do the family thing, and I obviously, I obviously bring the seafood. But um, my brother, my brother, you know, we take back family tradition. We do the whole lamb on the spit sort of thing, and you know, everyone will be bring a bring a different dish. So, a bit more uh, of the Greek influence, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And Paul, what what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty four? What's what do you see on the horizon or coming over the horizon for you next year? Mate, I've actually, we've, we've got a lot of goals for next year. We've got a big year planned. Um, there's, there's three main focuses. One, one first one being more catering. Um, we do a lot of catering, but um, my wife, Fallon, has actually just come on board, work with me, specialising in catering. And her very first catering event was actually to a super yacht that was here a couple of weeks ago, who's the founder of Google, Sergey Brim, who's worth like $110 billion or something. So it was a it was a massive one for her to start with, but a really good one. So we wanna we're gonna start doing a bit more catering events, things like that. Um also number two, the shop. I mean, as unique as it is, we've got a lot of demand for more of the cooked stuff. So I'm actually gonna rearrange the shop a bit. 
introduce your simple fish and chips, but because we've got a, a big, even interstate and an international clientele now, I'm, I'm going to smash a lot more of live seafood. You know, have an offer. The Pippi's an exo, lobster, ginger, lot. That sort of stuff. If well, what I'd love to offer, um, as there's a lot of a lot of demand for it, you know. So um, there's that. And number three is actually one I've been working on for years before I even opened the shop. I've um, I've got some good connections after living in Spain in Barcelona, and I'm I'm trying to import a lot of really unique different products that haven't been yet seen in Australia to to bring here, which would be. A lot of chefs and a lot of people love to get their hands on. So I'm, I'm very close to it, and um, that's, that'll be a big one for me if I can pull it off in 2024. That's fantastic, Paul. Mate, yeah. thanks for joining us at the Fishtail Seafood Podcast, you know, yearly wrap-up around the, around the world. Have a great Chrissy and New Year, and we look forward to uh, catching up in 2024. All the best, mate. Thanks again, John. Merry Christmas to you, mate.